Blog Talk Radio. Teachers by day and punk rockers by night. The, the trio, No Small Children, is going to join us today. And the Paradise Kings are here. Hometown, good fun, blues, and swing. It's Music Friday Live. From Los Angeles, California, it's Music Friday Live, brought to you by World Arts, a global platform for musicians, fans, in the music industry, and by MySanFelipeVacation.com, your source for a great getaway on the Sea of Cortez. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan. This is your show. These bands are here to talk with you, so call us, 347-215-7511, or if you're sitting at work with your headphones on, email us. Music Friday Live at gmail.com. And I want to say welcome to our listeners on the CyberStationUSA.com network and all their radio affiliates over in the East Coast. And also to those of us, those of you listening to us on Stitcher or on iTunes, and those of you who will hear us tonight on the Artist Echoes Network in London. So if you are listening live and have questions or comments, call us 347 215 7511. Or if you're listening to a podcast or a rebroadcast or you're over in the, in the UK, email them, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward your questions on to our guests. Well, while the music industry often focuses on the next big thing, band playing in the downtown clubs in LA and New York and being showcased by the levels and the PR agent, by the labels and the PR agencies, there is an entire world of superb bands playing covers and original songs in local clubs outside of the big city glamour who are as good as any of the band of the week, but they're far more resilient. One such band is Santa Barbara-based The Paradise Kings, who play covers and original rock and blues and swing tunes that make people happy and get them dancing. The Paradise Kings have been performing for many years in wineries, corporate events, local venues, private house parties, festivals, and even opening for some big-time blues shows. They have just released their debut album, Controlled Burn, to excellent reviews, and all of them well-deserved. And even better, Paradise Kings drummer George Lambert is with us today. George, welcome to Music Friday Live. Well, thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate, uh, appreciate being here. Quite fun. Well, <laughs> we appreciate having you because you are so much fun. Well, first of all, yeah. in full, full disclosure, let me just say I'm a graduate of UC Santa Barbara. I had a musician roommate who played in every club in town. So I have a right. little knowledge of the music scene there, or at least as it was in my college days. Were you raised mm-hmm. in Santa Barbara? And do you know that scene from years ago or did you move to paradise from someplace else? Yeah, I moved from uh, I'm from the uh, Bay Area, um, Los Gatos, and uh, I, I actually uh, ended up moving here from Arizona. Uh, I graduated from the University of Arizona, and my sister went to UCSB, so I just kind of followed the family down here about uh, well, about twelve years ago, actually. And aren't and aren't you glad you did? Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not bad. <laughs> no, not bad. I mean, Los Gatos is pretty nice too. I, I actually worked on the when I was a real, real young uh, journalist. I worked at the Los Gatos Times Observer. But uh, oh wow, man, wow. Yeah, huh? we, we I was sports editor. We uh, we crossed paths in a couple of places. Well, we now that you're did. in Santa Barbara. Um, what kind of venues to play in? Do you play the Santa Barbara Bowl or Velvet Jones or Whiskey Richards? Yeah, Whiskey Richards. Uh, we played Soho a couple times. Um, play up in San Inez at uh, at um, oh god, what's the name of that place? I'm getting booted out of here. Um, so yeah, we play. Yeah. We play all around. Um, the well, Maverick. That, that's it. Oh, Maverick yeah. Saloon up in San Inez. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You ever get down into uh, Ventura Carpinteria? Um, no, no. Okay. Santa Barbara, head up north. Okay. All right. Well, let's let's let our audience hear some of the great music that you play in those venues. This is uh, '69 Chevy. Mm-hmm. 
know, you can just feel the uh, the twin carburetors sucking down air on that song. Uh, yeah, you capture the feel and, and the velocity of a 69 Chevy, and I know because I had a 69 Impala when I was in college. Um, is yeah. that a tribute to a car you owned, or do you just sort of love the, the car and it's that detail? Um, well, to be honest with you, that whole song, uh, I write, uh, I wrote the lyrics to all the songs on the CD, except, uh, three strikes, which was written by our original bass player, Gordon Jennings. And, um, I, uh, I was, uh, just writing lyrics and, um, honestly, uh, I said I was, uh, a graduate of the university of Arizona and, and a lot of, uh, the people that I uh, met at that school, um, and I didn't go in the sixties, I went in the eighties. Um, uh, we, we were let's just say we were um we had, we embraced life we we had a good time you know what i mean <laughs> and uh and and so uh i had a girlfriend out there and i mean uh things were just really crazy and fun so i uh, i uh i just had a lot of memories from 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 college and and it all just kind of came out in that song in the form of a metaphorical 69 chevy Okay. Well, you know, uh, my 69 Chevy was purchased long after 1969. Yeah. I know what you mean. All right. Yeah. Well, you know, in, in general, all of your music is just great, fun party music, uh, which may be yeah. why you get asked to play a lot of private parties. Have you got any stories of any especially interesting parties that you've rocked at? Um, uh, well, we had a really great... Uh, CD release party uh, actually last Sunday at uh, wasn't a private party but it kind of was because it was uh, out on the patio at this uh, newer um, bar in Santa Barbara called the Uptown Lounge um, and uh, we were out on this outside out on this back patio on a Sunday afternoon and you know we had Steve Daniels from KCSB there and and he came up and um you know we got a radio spot on them on the with them on the 14th of August uh, at 3:30 and um you know some other people from the Santa Barbara Blues Society were there and you know we're going to compete in their battle of the bands and just a lot of our fans um and uh, it was just a really really great time really really great time one of the funnest gigs i think i've ever played well, and what you're saying a lot, given the fact that your gigs are a lot of fun. Well, let me play some, some more of that uh, of that great party music. Uh, this is Pour Me, Pour Me, Pour Me Another Drink. delivery but it never goes over that line have you or anybody in the band ever had a background in punk or metal well um jeff the guitar player who uh basically wrote all the music um for the cd i uh i wrote the lyrics and then i'd get together with jeff and we just kind of come up with with the tunes um and uh jeff mainly you know jeff mainly is uh uh a blues you know, swing, jump, jump, jive guy. Um, but he's got this, you know, um, not metal. I'm not going to say metal, but I'm going to say this kind of rock edge to him. Um, like, you know, when we play our covers, he'll, he'll nail, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, you know, I'm not going to say he's <laughs> Stevie Ray Vaughan, but he'll nail those notes to a T, you know, and we'll do like ZZ top. We'll do some ZZ top covers and, and uh and he'll uh 
Hill just absolutely nailed those. So he, you know, we all come from a a, a rock kind of background, and of course blues. I, I can I can tell that there's a little bit of that in there uh, because of the way you handle it, and I also. Let me just say, I, I really love the drumming in that song, and, and actually in all the, the band's music. You have a way with fills that, that takes the music beyond just good bar blues, and I especially like the way your snare never competes with the vocals, which is a big problem of a lot of drummers. How did you learn yeah. to play the drums? Oh, I, uh, I went over to a buddy of mine's in, when I was a freshman in high school, and he had a drum set, and then I, I sat down behind it, and um, and it uh, I, I'm not going to say it came naturally, but it just, um, I was able to kind of do it, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and then I just took lessons. I took, I took lessons. I never played in the marching band cause I was actually, uh, uh, an athlete. I was too busy with sports and stuff, but I took private lessons up in the Bay area at guitar warehouse. I think it was called. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and took lessons and then um just kind of did my rudiments and took it from there and then actually um to be honest with you i played in bands you know in college and in and out of uh bands up in the bay area in san francisco um and then i sobered up (laughs) um you know that song (laughs) pour me pour me pour me another drink is really about uh about about me to be honest with you (laughs) um and uh and I sobered up about four years ago, and the first thing I did was I retook my drum lessons, and um, and took it a little bit more serious, and um, and uh, really got into the basic rudiments and uh, and all the different beats. I had a really good teacher out here in Santa Barbara. Um, he's well known here in the area, and um, you, you know then we learned. Uh, oh God, what's his name? Barry Birmingham. Yeah, Barry, okay. great guy, and. Um, and uh and so you know we did the jazz the jazz swing beats and the the blues swings and the blues shuffles and and i already knew the rock <laughs> so um so yeah uh it just kind of uh emanated from there and i and i'm always keyed in to the guitar player um i i, I key in for some reason i just key into the, what the guitar player is doing and um, oh, sometimes I, 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 I wrap my drums around what the guitar player is doing. But mainly I just try and keep the beat. That's all I'm trying to do is just keep time. <laughs> well, you do it really well, right? Um, well, thank you very much. And uh, uh, you also weave in and out with the bass player quite nicely, too, or the bass player weaves in and out with you quite nicely. So it all works really well. It really works well. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. I want to play another song. I want to play a song that that gets down and dirty and bluesy. And uh, this is uh, I'd Sing the Blues If I Had Them. piano accents uh there at the beginning and and i mean just really put together well how do you guys nail that blues feeling and and keep the beat moving so well you make it seem just effortlessly well thank you um well as i was saying earlier uh you know that's basically on the drums that's just a basic uh you know any drummer will tell you that's just a basic blue shuffle um and and um and Jeff, you know, on, on, on the guitar is just, it's, it's a pretty, you know, a lot of the reviews really have been really great and, and nice, but a lot of them have been 
right on when they say it's relatively simple music. I mean, it's not really complicated. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that mm-hmm. in a bad way. I mean, it's basically pretty straightforward. Um, and uh, but Jeff and I, Jeff and I, uh, and I'm really grateful about this in the sense that Jeff and I uh, are on the same page when it comes to kind of a uh, the the classic music formula of you know verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge. You know what I mean? Um, and, okay. Uh, all right. Yeah. Yeah, and so when I write lyrics, I'm continually thinking of lyrical, you know, and I I don't want to be trite, but you know, in order to connect with people, you know, you've you kind of gotta give them a hook, you know, and and write a story, you know. I I uh, I tried my hand at screenwriting, you know, about seven, six, seven years ago, and um, and I wrote scripts, you know, and and so I view I view you know, blues songs and songs is telling a story. You know what I mean? Well, they um, are. And, and, you know, you're right. Yeah. Blues is basically simple music, and that's one reason why it has such impact. Right? It just goes right yeah. to you. You don't have to get yeah. in it. And, and you do it really our, well. Our, our, our songs aren't really, I don't want to say traditional in the sense that it's, you know, it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's blues music, but it also, there's... Uh, the songs and the lyric lyrically they have kind of a a hopeful kind of like you say kind of fun party vibe instead of a kind of a you know continually down vibe you, you know what i mean yeah sure yeah it's it's a particular kind of uh a blues um you know i noticed that that your live shows sometimes have a a guest vocalist jan ingram um right what does adding a female voice to the band how does that change things and I'm sure it's, uh, it's, it it's changed for a things. Good way. Yeah, oh yeah, it's for a good way. Jen's got a great voice, and and she happens to be married to uh, Henry, the uh, our, our lead singer. So in effect, we have uh, yeah, we have two lead singers, and um, and it's great because obviously you know they harmonize on certain songs, um, not really on the album, um, but some of the songs we do, uh, you know, in our in our three hour set, um, and. Uh, you know, she's got a, a really great voice. She sings on one mm-hmm. track on mm-hmm. the uh, on the uh, record, which is "Butter mm-hmm. Me Up," which I think we're going to hear mm-hmm. coming up here. And um, and uh, but no, it's just a, it takes it takes everything in a different direction, and it gives some variety. You know, well, it 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 really uh, sounds good. I was watching some of the videos in there. Now, let me. Uh, yeah. We've been playing songs from your debut album, "Controlled Burns," which I believe you right. released last week. Um, how long did it take you to make this album? Or should I ask, how long did it take your fans to convince you to make an album? Yeah, uh, it's funny. Um, I, and I, I, if, if you had the record in front of you, I don't know if you do, but I'm the, I'm the producer. I produced the whole thing. Um, and uh, I, uh, I, um, I wanted to make a record, because I was in bands up in the Bay Area, and we, we, we recorded uh, two CDs in a, in a big studio up there. Um, and it cost way too much money. Um, and, uh, I wanted to, uh, so I have that background and I wanted to make a record when I heard this band after I wanted to make a record after, you know, two months being together, but, uh, we had some personnel changes and, and, um, that's when I started to, you know, really kind of get into writing the uh, original songs. And, uh, so I was always, I was always motivated to get it going, you know, and um and i actually had to be honest i had to pull pull some uh pull some i don't want to say teeth but uh i had to pull some people along in order to do it <laughs> right. I, I get it i get it uh you know you yeah. mentioned uh, ex- expensive uh a big studio there's a a studio here in la in fact it's a legendary studio where um many many uh uh rock icons were actually launched their careers it's called sound city uh-huh. And they're uh-huh. they're developing a um, a process whereby you can actually record in your own studio, but send them the files, yeah. and their producer will yeah. run it through various things they have there, make it sound yeah. like it comes out of a big studio. You check that out. Anyway, yeah, we're talking. Well, just 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 real quick. Um, yeah, I recorded. We recorded that here at Orange Whip in in Goleta, and. That was when I say the big budget. That was back then. I mean, um, 
we recorded this with a, a absolute genius, Angus Cook, on Pro Tools in a, in a studio, but it's a very small studio. And uh, we got this, this whole thing done very professionally and very quick and very inexpensively. So times have changed. Times have definitely changed. And we are talking yeah. with uh, George Lambert. He's the drummer for the Santa Barbara-based blues rock swing band Paradise Kings. You can talk with them, too. You can call us, 347-215-7511. You can email us. You know if you're sitting there at work with your headphones on, go ahead and email us as, as you're already starting to, but I'll give you the address anyway, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. Let's go to some of these emails. Reggie cool. in Ojai. Uh, wants oh, to know, do you, ever, do you ever play up here or do you play in, in uh, Santa Paula? That's his first question. He has two. So it's, yeah, that? we're going to, we're going to get down there. We're going to get down there. Um, there's a place called Boogies and I play in, well, that's in Thousand Oaks, but we're going to, yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. It's just a matter of, a matter of time. So. No, I get, um, I get, I'm on Boogies mailing list. There's some good people there. Yeah. That'd be fun. I, I can come yeah. see you. There our too. website, our website always has, uh, we, you know, we're on Facebook. If you just, search paradise kings band um facebook will uh pop up along with some of the reviews of the record i think and um also we're on um paradisekings.net is our official website paradisekings.net and uh all okay. of our gigs are posted there okay reggie but yeah so we'll, we'll get down there all right uh reggie has another Thank question you. he said when you okay. moved to santa barbara did you a learn to surf and b Ever go to the legal nude beach? Yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't learn how to surf, but my nephews surf, and everybody surfs down here. I play golf <laughs> for my uh, for my uh, <laughs> leisure time. Um, but uh, yeah, I used to live right ne- right near that beach, so I'd go down there not all the time, but you know. <laughs> okay. All right. And now everybody in in New York and Texas and Salt Lake City is listening to us are saying what what. what? Where is that? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah. Fanny in Los Angeles um, um, wants to know, how does blues and swing work together? Are they from the same kind of music? Well, I don't know. Um, if, you, if you want to know how it works together, download the yeah. record. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fanny. Fanny, I, we, I don't we have a – go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you, you're, you're the guest. We have a, a swing. It's a, it's a, it's a swing song called 69 Chevy, which you kind of heard, you know, about a minute of it. And, um, it's got a swing bluesy feel. And then right after that is the song I'd sing the blues if I, if I had them. And, and if you ask me, they work extremely well together. They kind of fit, you know? Um, I think so. But, yeah, but Jeff, one of the, one thing about Jeff, the guitar player, is he's extremely concerned about his tone, and um, and we're gonna be recording our next record probably with I've got I've got the whole record written, just Jeff and I need to get together. But he's uh, gonna take a lot more time with um, tone differentials in the studio next time. But on this record, he's got definite tone differentials. You know what I mean? You might explain that to our audience who aren't musicians. It's just that the guitar, and some on some records, the guitar will sound exactly the same on every song. Um, mm-hmm. So the leads kind of the the guitar leads all start kind of sounding the same. Um, and Jeff Jeff is very cognizant of the fact that he does not want that to happen. And I think he did a pretty good job on this on this record um, uh, with you know differentiating just basically the sound basically differentiate making the sound sound different doesn't sound exactly the same okay all right um in addition to oh let's see i've got a couple more emails here uh this is from um uh babe in austin and babe uh says have you ever played at south by southwest we have a lot of blues clubs here it's very popular yeah no no we haven't um not yet so um once again if you want to um keep an eye on our gig schedule, all the news, all the reviews of the record. It's on uh, paradisekings.net. Um, we are at this point where uh, I'm a, it's a self-produced record. I produced it. Um, and uh, you know, we have a publicist who's really doing a great job. He, he, you know, he uh, 
Doug Deutsch, he um, got this interview, and he's doing a lot of really great work for us uh, as far as the reviews and, and radio play and stuff. So um, the next step would probably be to, you know, uh, approach a label maybe after the next record and, um, and then take it from there. Well, we have uh, uh, an email here from Eastern Gal, and uh, Eastern Gal uh, wants to know if uh, one of your tours could ever include New York, that they've got some pretty good blues clubs there, including the Blue Note. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, well, you know, if it were up to me, I'd be on the road right now. <laughs> Instead of on the radio. All right. Well, in addition uh, to... But, lo- uh... <laughs> But uh, we need uh, another another record before we hit the road. Probably. Uh, in addition to local venues, um, I've I've heard that you've been on um, some some stages with some pretty big bands. Is that true? Mm, local bands. I mean, we shared the stage okay. with Spencer the Gardener and, and Alistair Green and okay. um, and some local some local heavy hitters. Uh, as of right now, you know, we haven't really uh, opened up for. Um, you know, any big touring acts or anything like that. But hopefully that's going to change. I'm sure it's going to change. Well, we are almost out of time, but we do have time for one more song. So let's play a little Butter Me Up. It's a good thing I've got um, a long cord on my earphones here in the studio because I'm up dancing around. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we are we are out of times, but uh, we got just a a few seconds left for you to tell people where they can get your music and where they can find out where you're going to be playing. Yeah. Well, uh, once again, um, you can get all of uh, you can get everything really at our website, www.paradisekings.net. There's um, there's uh, links there to buy the uh, CD or download uh, songs, but it's on. It's also on CD Baby. It's on iTunes. Um, it's on all all that, uh, all those uh, you know CD websites, and uh, it's on Spotify. If you're on Spotify, you can just search Paradise Kings, um, and uh, the videos are on the website, and all of the news about upcoming shows and and what's going on, the reviews and what's going on with the band is on the website as well. Okay. Well, George, thank you so much for taking the time. We, we really appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been great, man. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. George Lambert of the blues band Paradise Kings. They're all over the place. You can find them on, uh, online and at their website. If you get a chance, go to CBD Baby and get, and get a real copy of the real music. Um, and catch their high-energy live shows whenever you have a chance. And speaking of high energy, we have a wild bunch of women on deck, but you're just going to have to hold on for a minute while we let you know about our sponsor, MySanFelipeVacation.com. We're going to take a little trip to Mexico. Don't go away. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? 
Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today. That's www.mysanfelipevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. And you will see me in San Felipe, and I hope when I grow up I have a radio voice like that. So if you're in Southern California, Arizona, it's a fabulous vacation. It's only a half day's drive away at San Felipe. It's on the Sea of Cortez. You can golf, swim, take the family clamming, tour galleries. The best seafood in Mexico is there. They take it right out of the ocean. You can even, if you're feeling really frisky, you can fly ultralight. You can do all these while staying at a luxury condo, a budget studio apartment, or even you can go to the private sandcastle up out in the dunes. The key to this paradise is mysanfelipevacation.com. It's the place for accommodations in San Felipe and La Hacienda Beach and even in the uh, the mountainside homes in the stunning El Dorado Ranch. So for a getaway weekend or a week's escape, go to mysanfelipevacation.com. And best of all, If you put in the discount code MFLA5, you will get a 5% discount on everything you book. So MySanFelipeVacation.com, discount code MFLA5, and you'll really be glad you did. Let me remind everybody, this is Music Friday Live. I'm Patrick O'Heffernan, and we love to hear from you. You can phone us. Call in, talk to our guests, 347-215-7511. If you're sitting there with your earphones on or you're listening to one of our podcasts or you're in London or you're on the East Coast listening to us later tonight, you can, you can email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward your, your uh, emails on to our guests. And speaking of our guests, No Small Children is a band like no other band. Born on an elementary school playground in 2012, the trio, Lisa Pimentel, Nikola Berlinski, and Joni Pimentel, are school teachers by day, and they're phenomenally successful tear-your-face-off hard rock punk band by night. Three months, only three months after deciding to use their recess breaks as a band practice time, they had released an EP, rocked countless shows, and booked an East Coast tour. Now, that is the definition of fast women. If there is more, but there's more. Music for the new Ghostbusters movie and a Netflix series, Santa Clarita Diet, and playing at the Unity Ball in Washington, D.C., and South by Southwest, and plus the third album, and, you know, insanely animated, more fun than any playground shows. We are so happy they are here. Ladies, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Thanks so much. Should be a third voice in there. Oh, hi. Hi, Patrick. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> we're counting. We're counting. All right. Yeah. Just so our audience knows who's who, we, we're, we're going to let them know who your voices are. So why don't we start with, oh, Nicola, say hi. Hey, hi. It's Nicola. I'm the drummer. Okay. And Joni? And fourth grade teacher. <laughs> okay. Joni, say hi. <laughs> Hi, this is Joni. I'm a okay. music teacher <laughs> and a musician. And Lisa? Hi, this is Lisa. Okay, all right. And now I'm we a, have I play, a, I, I play guitar and sing. And, and quite well, too. Um, now, <laughs> when I saw you all live, I think I saw you at the girl, at Girls Rock LA, you were just insanely fun. I never saw anything like what you did. Now, how did this happen? Were you always this way, or or did teaching elementary school drive you into punk rock? <laughs> Lisa, why don't you take that one? Um, it's funny. We were kind of always like this, I guess. Um, uh, it didn't. I don't know. I guess it's just life that kind of drives you in a direction. And I mean, that's the thing about this whole punk esque vibe that we started with and we like constantly are evolving in is that it's got a reckless abandon to it which is a pretty liberating thing so I think that um once we discovered that for our music I mean we've been doing it for a long time but like it just feels really good to just unapologetically perform with with not um you know, without worrying about making mistakes and being cool and all these things. And when you just let it all go out, you know, the, and the more you do it, the more courage you have doing it. 
and the more um, heartfelt it really feels. And then it spills over into everything, and then next thing you know, you're kind of living your life like that, and it's it's pretty fun. So that's the short answer. <laughs> well, you know, um, in your act and in your public personas, you, you kind of inhabit characters, characters of women who are in charge and kind of uncontrollable. You do what my <laughs> <laughs> My husband says the same thing. Yeah. But I have a friend in New York, um, Melissa Vox, who's also a hard rocker. She's the founder of Judith Priestess. And oh. she describes, yeah. you, you got to meet her. I'll introduce you. She describes what you do or what she does as disrupting your stereotype. Do you, Ooh, nice. do you see, your, yeah. do you see your band as an alter ego that kind of disrupts the stereotype of the mild mannered teacher? That's an intellectual way of putting it, but yeah, yeah. um, Go ahead, Johnny. I was going to say that um, what you see is what you get with us. It's it's not a character; it's actually who we really are. And Mm. so, it's a lot easier to live your life when you don't aren't pretending to be something else. And if that happens to break stereotypes, that's great. But the truth is, women have been living like this forever. So uh, we just let our music and the art do the speaking for us. All right. I mean, okay, yeah, well, in, the, in the olden days, teachers had to hide who they were. There were all these rules. You could be married and all that, that stuff, you know, but there, we've come a long way since then. And, you, you know, uh, a lot of people say, I wish we had school teachers like you. And our response is, you actually did have school teachers like us. <laughs> <laughs> the secret life of teachers. That's what we call it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Okay. They they just Teachers didn't quite know. Wild. All right. Well, we're gonna let our um, our audience uh, listen to a little bit of that music that uh, breaks stereotypes, but is really just who you are. This is radio. just heard it on the radio and probably not the first time right now i want to say first of all right off the bat you three have chops your musicianship is superb your musical craftsmanship is really really tight um let me let me direct this maybe to uh to to uh joni uh are you all self-taught or have you all had formal training Well, each of us has kind of a different story. I'd say, just speaking for myself, I'm actually a trained musician. I started playing uh, instrumental music and and studying voice from a pretty young age. Um, So when I was a kid growing up, there really was only one way to study, and that's classically. However, a lot of my interest and passion I learned by ear, just kind of emulating people that were a big influence on me musically. So I think it it happened both ways. Um, Both of those experiences were valuable and definitely had an impact on the outcome. And thank you very much for that compliment. That's a very high compliment. We definitely, although we don't take ourselves very seriously, we definitely take our music and the craft very seriously. So thank you very much for that. It shows. And I've been especially listening to the drums. Uh, drums in hard rock or punk uh, can can make or break songs. So 
Nicola, you you have the energy of somebody like Veronica Bellino of Jeff Beck, and yet you've got the finesse on the symbols of somebody like Beth Goodfellow of We Are the West. It's a great combination. What drew Thank you, you to so much? I, well, I started very young with this, like the snare drum when I was in elementary school. And so for a couple of years, but that wasn't doing enough for me. Uh, I had a lot of energy as a, as a young child. I was an athlete and uh, um, was always on the go. But um, I studied as a, as a young adolescent. Um, and then I walked away for about 20 years, not just, just not seeing a lot of role models and pouring myself into uh, teaching. Um, and then about 20 years later, I just felt like something was truly missing and started back up again. And, um, you know, those early years weren't lost, but I, I started again uh, studying. And I, I actually study with a phenomenal teacher. If anybody's looking for uh, one, his name is Dean Johnson. You can find him online. I actually Skype with him. Uh, he's in Boston. And, um, you know, being a student, again, um, and really devoting time to practice has been such a joy, especially when you find the right teacher. Well, obviously you did. And, and I just mentioned a couple of role models. In fact, there are lots and lots of women now sitting back there on the drum kit. So, and they're all really good. Um, yeah. I want to play yeah, another one of your songs. And this is actually my favorite song uh, um, of yours. And it's, uh, I, it's from the, um, the whole tight I'm flying album and it's got some pretty interesting things to say. This is uh, I don't want it. Especially in the uh, the intro and the bridges, it's it's very precise without being restrained, which is not an easy thing to do. So, where did that song come from? Um, uh, this song was written from. This is Lisa talking. Okay, yeah, uh, sorry. I was actually um, online, um, and it was like a private a conversation that started. You know, it was about a sort of a troll. Um, uh, what do you call it? Strain on Facebook where somebody was just being, just creating a lot of hatred just for the sake of it. And people were getting it. And then, you know, it went offline to um, private and then everyone was super upset about it. And it just got me thinking how, how easy it is to spread hatred. And, um, and, you know, cause all these people were affected by this really just stupid thing. And um, it just got me thinking about how careless and, and uh, that, you know, one uh, for every like thousand people, there's one person that decides to do that and how effective they can be yet, you know, and I just felt like really upset about it. And then, so I said, you know, what, what's, what can we do just to, I don't know, just to sort of vent that frustration. So, so, you know, I wrote a song and, um, and it was funny because my, I had a student that I was talking to about it. It was like, a, we were talking about, you know, internet troll and being irresponsible and blah, blah, blah. And so it became this sort of thing that he and I talked about for a while while the song was coming together. And then, you know, we, and then I brought the song to the rehearsal space where, of course, that's where we flush all our song ideas out. And, you know, Nicholas started playing that James Brown sort of, um, yeah. sort of, sort of vibe in the verses. And then, you know, it just took off. And, you know, when it's rooted in a place like that of like, just emotional place when the music which is really the best the, the, that's what a punk rock music is i know we're not really punk anymore but 
when you have that element of just the emotional part of it is really why people love it so much, you know? And so that song for us is, is a really emotional song, especially in the wake of all the things that are going on right now and, and all the, the internet trolling from the top that we're getting right now. Um, So when we play that live, it always just feels like, uh, you know, a big middle finger up to the powers that be. So there you go. Female musicians getting trolled online. Who would have thought that something like that would ever happen? Uh, we're talking with the band No Small Children, three women who do superb hard rock, and you can talk with them too. You can call us, 347-215-7511. You can email us, as many of you are, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. No trolls, please. Okay, let's let's go to some of those, some of those emails. All right. Uh, Livia, this is an appropriate question. Uh, Livia in Pasadena says, do you ever get uh, SH blank T from guy bands or Tex or roadies, or do you ever get hit on? Um, <laughs> yes. I yes. think, uh, yeah, we could easily answer that one. The answer is yes to all of it, I'd say. Um, <laughs> and it, again, like, just kind of going back to the question I answered earlier, that we try as much as possible to let our music do the speaking for us, to let our performance do the speaking for us. Um, There have been a number of times, there's a whole bunch of funny stories that we have uh, of being in clubs and people not realizing that we were actually musicians in the band. Uh, In particular, Nicola, there's we have a funny story about that. We'll share with you sometime. But um, so and we do get hit on sometimes. It's nothing, you know, I've been, we've all been doing this for a long time. So it's, uh, you know, it, the types of, uh, type of propositions you get sometimes are not the same you might get in the line at the grocery store, but uh, they are, uh, they, they are flattering nonetheless and, and pretty much harmless. We there's really never been a time that we have felt threatened per se. People are usually pretty cool. Um, and, and, you, and and we're we're you know if we break a stereotype that's awesome you know there <laughs> there's just we try to look at it like a teachable moment most people who who are uh, underestimating us because of our gender are not doing it with any malice in mind it's just a you know a creation of the environment we live in so we think of it as a teachable moment being educators we come across those moments teacher. all the time. <laughs> yeah, so we so we actually and use can, that term quite a lot. And I don't we don't need to come back at somebody and say, You're a jerk, I can't believe you said that or I can't believe you did this or whatever. We just say, Oh, that's cool and then we go up and play rock and roll and melt their faces and then afterwards <laughs> it it becomes a really cool conversation and that experience uh speaks so much louder than anything that we could actually say to them. So Okay. Yeah. That's and that. you also have a, a song about creepy drunk fans, but um We'll just let that go. Um, uh, another email, which is appropriate here. We don't. It's not a question. It's a statement. Female punk bands have been awesome since Bikini Kill. You go, girls. And that's from Lucky Lucy in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Now, Lucky you, have a, <laughs> you have a new single coming out. Uh, tell us about it. When, where, what? Nicola, go for it. Uh, yeah, go, Nicola. Okay, sure. So, radio. The song that you played first was the last uh, was the last song we wrote in uh, before the election. Actually, um, <laughs> this is the first song we wrote after. And uh, you know, through we're we're impacted by everything that's ar- going on around us too. Uh, it's called "I Don't Believe What You Say." We can let the title speak for itself. And uh, we've been singing, uh, we've been playing it just uh, raw, workshopping it in, in local clubs. And um, the cool thing about it is by the chorus, by the end of the first chorus, we find that people, the room is singing along. So, uh, you know, it's, it's a unifying song rather yeah. than a dividing song. And uh, okay. we're psyched to put it out. It'll be uh, released next Thursday. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, everybody maybe should, if you, if, should look for it. Yeah. If everyone wants to hear it, they're like, because we're definitely going to play it while we're touring. So if you're coming to yep. our show, come All sing right, with us. So, um, <laughs> now, uh, this is the, uh, I'm sure you get asked a lot about your students' reaction to your music. So I'm not going to ask that question. But what I'd like to know <laughs> is what's the reaction of principals and other teachers to you? Do they go to your shows? 
Um, should I answer that, you guys? I'll answer that. So yeah. Like, um, when we were, yeah, our, our, our principals, you'd think that um, we, we just have a really great situation where our principal just loves that we're creating, being creative outside of school. Um, I don't think she realized that it would get to this point <laughs> because when, you know, <laughs> in the beginning she would come out to see us and she thought it was cool and whatnot. Um, but, you know, she's 100% be- behind what we're doing. Um, I think the other teachers maybe think we're a little nuts <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, here we are kind of going out at night and we come to lunch, we're at lunch, and it's hard for us not to talk about the band at lunch. So, you know, with other teachers around, then we have to go, okay, we have to, you know, we have okay. to keep it to, to school stuff, not drag everyone into it. But but people, I think they're, you know, but then again, everyone comes out to see us when it works for the schedule of a of a teacher, which is usually okay. weekends or very early. Right. But right. you know, we we've got we work with like amazing people, and um, you know, we there's other teachers that do other things that we support them, and you know, this is just what we do outside of school. And other people do other things outside of school. And some people have young children at home. But, um, you know, it's kind of like, I got to say, like, we were talking about this the other day that, you know, because we're, we're in our, you know, over 40 right now. And, you know, I think sometimes you think when you're a little bit older, it's, you know, to do something like this is somehow, like, immature or, um, you know, when are you going to grow up kind of thing. And, and we just love doing it so much. And it doesn't feel that way at all. It just feels like we want to rock. So um, we're not really sure how other people think think about it, except for maybe think we're a little crazy for the hours that we keep. But <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's really, really fun, and we love what we do, and that's why we do it. So Okay. All right. <laughs> we, have, um, we have some observant um, fans out there. There's a couple more emails. Um, and this is uh, from Celeste in Dallas, who must have gone to your website because she says, I noticed one of your sponsors is Pinup Girl Clothing, which has lines like Gothic mm-hmm. Desire, Americana, and the Comic Culture Collection. I got to look at that page. Will there be a No Small Children line of clothes? <laughs> Actually, I'd love to answer that if you don't mind. Uh, okay. This is Joni. <laughs> Uh, uh-huh. So we are indeed sponsored by Pinup Girl. Uh, we've been fans of their brand for uh, quite some time. As the name uh, indicates, they do kind of a pinup style of clothing. Uh, your your, uh, in, your the person who wrote that email is very observant. <laughs> so uh, we like Celeste, I said, we were fans Celeste. of them. Celeste, sorry, thank you, Celeste. So Celeste um, right. So we had actually been going to them for some time prior to even receiving a sponsorship. And one of the things that we really loved about them is when we went into the store that every single size, shape, and age of women was celebrated. They, they have uh, fashion shots on the wall that promote a line that's being represented in the store, and they are women of all sizes and, and uh, races and ages. And to us, that was very appealing. At, at the time, I was a much larger person. I've actually lost a, a, a considerable amount of weight. And at 120 the, one pounds. Of our, yeah, thank you very much. But right. um, when we were shopping for dresses, um, for those of who don't aren't familiar with us, we wear matching dresses to every show. Uh, and so it could be challenging to find something that was fun and, and edgy and rocky and sexy uh, and playful each one of us, you know, extra small, small, and a, you know, double extra large or whatever, you know. So, so, <laughs> so they were when the we one, went into huh? Pinup Girl, yeah, they were the one. We consistently found that not just that it was represented, but it was celebrated and, and so welcome. When, felt super welcome and welcoming, yeah. And so, okay. so we were big fans of theirs. And then, and then we the sponsorship happened later, and uh, yeah, and we we've actually talked about <laughs> somewhat in jest about creating a dress, but nothing is off the table as far as that's concerned. So uh-huh. if uh, now that, the, that Celeste has presented it, maybe we'll dig in a little more seriously to that idea. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, one thing that's off the table is the clock is running, so I want to get a, one more song. I
that was I might get up slow. We're going to have to, at some other point, we'll have to dig into the meaning of that. But we're, unfortunately, we're out of time. And one thing I want to do before we leave is you've got a tour coming up. So where are you going and where can people find out about it? Yeah, we're so excited to start our tour. We're starting in Phoenix at Third Space. All of this information, by the way, is on our Facebook page or, or nosmallchildren.com. Uh, after Phoenix, we'll be south of Tucson at Bat, where the headliners at Bad Decisions Music Festival at Hops and Vines. And then we'll fly to the East Coast and play uh, New York, uh, Pennsylvania, D.C., Ohio, Vermont, Massachusetts, um, 11 shows there. And then we're going to be flying to Alaska for September 1st and 2nd to do some school assemblies, talk to kids, and then also do some shows in Akinski and Homer as fundraisers for the public schools up there. So we're really excited. And then we'll uh, be in um, San Francisco on October 7th. Okay. And where do people go to get your music? Well, you can either go to our website because we have links to everything there or Bandcamp or iTunes or, uh, or Amazon or Spotify okay. <laughs> or CD Baby. Baby or CD Baby. <laughs> CD Baby. CD Baby's best because people get the real album and um, we, we like to see we like to see people get the, the whole music in their hands. Well, yeah. ladies, Jim. I am so pleased that the, that the three of you took the time to be with us today. So thank you very much. And we're going to have you back on when you get back from your, your tour. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Patrick. You've been listening to music Friday live with Patrick O'Heffernan on the cyber station USA network, the blog talk radio network and our radio affiliates. You like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds and get real time updates on our guests. Our producer is Lars Christensen, our program director, Jason Bardlebin. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who has her own radio show now. Congratulations, Angeline. Download this and other Music Friday programs at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Music Friday. Be here next week when we talk to the guys, Chuck McDermott and Grant Malloy-Smith. It's going to be kind of fun. Check out our Twitter stream, our Instagram stream, and our Facebook feed, and we will keep you updated on the guest. That's it for now. Have a great musical weekend, and we're going to play a little bit more of uh, No Small Children. This is Big Steps. <laughs>